Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Guardian. Hi, I'm Hersha Patel and this is Let's Eat, a podcast supported by McCain. Over the next five episodes, we'll be looking at how British meals have changed over the years and celebrating the art of eating together. From cooking for your lover to hosting a dinner party, in the coming weeks we'll be asking cooks, food writers and their friends and families the secrets of mixing good food and great company. In today's episode, I've invited three expert cooks whose favourite meal is that classic, the Sunday lunch. Classic roast chicken with boiled veg and roast potatoes. I'm joined by Ed Kimber, who won the first ever Great British Bake Off. For me, a roast is not a roast if I don't have rice and peas. Marie Mitchell runs a pop-up restaurant called Pop's Kitchen. And Barbara Mitchell... We'll have something that's not traditional. We might go Chinese. ...is Marie's mother. But is the Sunday lunch the same for every family? And has it changed with the times? Can it, after all these years, still be improved? Pull up a seat and let's find out. I'm Marie Mitchell. I run a Caribbean supper club and pop-up restaurant, um, as well as a street food site in Tottenham. And I'm Barbara Mitchell, and I'm Marie Mitchell's mother. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what are you doing to the carrots? Um, I've just chopped them up. Um, I don't always pop them because I quite like them crispy or not a bit harder, and just a little bit of honey, and I'll put some salt and pepper on soon. And then I'm now just picking off some rosemary to put on the potatoes, or oiling them up. It's really weird that Marie has actually chosen to go into food because she was the pickiest eater I knew. Nice. <laughs> also, she's grown up seeing both my husband and myself cooking because Earl's a very good cook and he cooks a lot. So during the week, I would cook, but if he was home at weekends, then he would cook. But he loves to cook, and I think that's where Marie has got that from, yeah. So now I sort of say to her dad, remember... If she says she's doing this, you just do what you're told. <laughs> yeah. Good point. So that's what we tend to do now. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi. Hello, I'm Hershey. Nice to meet you. Nice nice to meet you. Nope, just look familiar. <laughs> I'm Ed Kimber, I'm a baker and food writer, I also have a podcast called Stir the Pot, and basically I like anything sweet. <laughs> so Ed, are you going to be doing some cooking as I well? I have, yeah, I brought stuff to make an apple crumble. I went to 20 <laughs> shops to try and find baking apples, <laughs> and I don't know why, I swear I'm not going crazy, but normally you can buy them all year round. But yeah. Marie, what have we got in the oven? We're trying to honey roast some carrots, we've got chicken... And um, we're just roasting some potatoes with, with um, garlic, 
and rosemary. This all smells absolutely delicious. It's, it's very simple. Is this something that you cook for yourself or you cooked growing up? This, is, this is what I would cook. This is kind of what I would do now. But um, roast for us would always include... I mean, both my parents are from Jamaica, so for us it would always include rice and peas. Yum. So <laughs> not having it is, is um, that would never... Yeah, no, that would always... It's always a, um, a feature which is absolutely delicious. But no, now I, I do probably like a mix, really. We would sometimes have a roast chicken, but often we would have pieces. I think that's because I was quite fussy. So we would always demand a leg. So um, <laughs> that's the only piece of chicken I would eat. So often mum and dad would get pieces, so it would be easier to feed me, I suppose. So you were originally from Jamaica. Was there a tradition to have a, sun, a big Sunday meal? Yeah. If you didn't have, like, a proper meal during the week, which we did, because... My mother was a stay-at-home mum. She used to, well, I say stay-at-home, she only used to work in the evenings. Um, so every Sunday was a big Sunday dinner. It was, it was the thing to look forward to on Sunday. And we always ate around the table, in the kitchen, and it would consist of, well, it had to be roast potatoes, because my younger brothers and sisters love roast potatoes, but there was always rice and peas, roast potatoes, the chicken, there'd be salad, there'd be vegetables. And, yeah, sometimes, depends. What was yeah, that? Hard, hard food, food which, which they caught in Jamaica. It's like yam and green banana and boiled dumplings and oh, things too. Yummy, 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 so yeah. there'd be variations on yeah. the Sunday dinner. Yeah. yeah. Now, even though we'd help out in the kitchen, my mum my, my used to sort of say to me, right, you look after the kids because, you know, the four little ones. So we'd go to church and we'd come back. And things like peeling the potatoes I would do or season up the chicken, she'd cut it up and I'd season it. She'd say, oh, you know, put the bits in. But she'd never let me cook. So we'd help do the things, but once it came to cooking, she would shush you out the kitchen, and I'd have to go and look after my brothers and sisters, and then she would do the cooking. She's still like that now, really. She she is a bit actually. She's eighty three, and she's still like that sometimes. When it she 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 forgets the fact that we're all away from home now, and we all cook, and we get down there, and we go to do something. She goes, no, 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 don't do it like that. No, do it like this. No, no, no. And you're like, Mum, I know what to do now. <laughs> you know, Ed, you're bringing some baking magic to the kitchen. <laughs> uh, this is about as simple as baking can get. It's uh, effectively a version of my mum's crumble. So it's not quite the same. Um, but basically, it's just flour, sugar, a little bit of salt, and then copious amounts of butter. And then, this is kind of up to debate, but I think it's kind of classic in a crumble. Lots of oats in there as well. Um, uh-huh. And then flavour-wise, it's just apples, tiny bit more sugar, not tons, and uh, Bramley cooking apples. Sunday roast-wise, actually, I don't cook it that often. It's more my friends making it for me. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. I think Sunday meals have evolved over time. Yes, definitely. And I, I mean, I absolutely love Sundays. Yeah, to me, it's like taking stock of the week and kind yeah. of reflecting on it a little Sorry. bit. Taking that time is almost a luxury that we don't always have. So I think it's a really important thing to do. So like, if, if my flatmate says, do you want to crumble? I'm like, yes. Do it, and I love it because he makes an amazing crumble, so I'm very happy to have him there. <laughs> it's more the ritual yeah. for me. Yes, yeah. Um, because I think, uh, in the same kind of way, you don't necessarily see everybody all the time. So actually, we have this group of friends called that we jokingly kind of refer to as the urban family, and if we can all get together in one place at the same time, that's a really rare occasion. Mm, yeah. So doing that over a pub lunch is, you know, a really nice thing because it's a very relaxing setting. There's no pressure. No one's having to cook or clean the house or anything like that. So. I don't really care where the Sunday lunch is or what it is or when actually in the day it is. Just doing it for me is a really nice thing. Oh, things are coming out of the oven. <laughs> Looking ready, ready for action. 
Do you find there's a, the stereotype that the man cooks the Sunday roast? Because it's always something that I seem to think, like the man with the kind of the fork and the knife carving the meat mm-hmm. and like doing the Christmas dinner. It seems to be the one meal they seem to cook. It's not ha- ever happened in my family. They do it mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. No, but my it's dad never perceived... cooked. Well, he cooked. He yeah, can yeah. cook, but he didn't. Unlike her, my husband, it was very much that tradition that mum did the cooking and... You know, and he didn't always want to eat on the table. It was still that tradition. You'd give him his dinner yeah, yeah, yeah. on a tray and you'd take it to him in the front room and he'd sit there. Yeah. Then the rest would have sit, would sit around the, the table. But as we got older, every, every time now and then we'd say, no, dad, come and sit in the kitchen, come and sit in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he would sometimes come and eat with us in the kitchen. But then afterwards he'd get up and then he'd go in the front room and we'd all sit around the table chatting and yeah. then clearing up and washing the dishes and things. But in our house, it's a bit different, wasn't it, growing well, up? I mean, yeah, but Dad would do. Dad would relish doing the, like, Sunday yeah. and the yeah. Christmas. Yeah. But I think also it's just... Whereas now I see him as, like, a domestic goddess. He's just... He, <laughs> yeah. lo- he loves cooking, he loves cleaning, yeah. he likes everything to be all presentable. Yeah. Mm. That chicken's great. Mm. We've just had a lovely meal that traditionally would be served on a Sunday, not a, what is it, Tuesday mid-afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm all of a whack. It's like being a bit jet-lagged but by day. Um, yeah. But it's all good. Delicious, delicious food. And now we're having a bit of a relax. Welcome, guys. How are we all feeling? Good. Sleepy. Good. Happy good. and sleepy. Yeah. Staying yeah. attentive yeah. until my crumble's finished. Belly full. Oh, I'm oh, so looking forward to that crumble. Oven. Although I did stupidly forget to bring any cream, any custard, or any ice cream. So it's I was just about to crumble. ask if you had any Well, custard. It is just pure comfort food. Yes. And that, for me, is the kind of epitome of a roast. Is It's, yes. it's not necessarily about quality or whatever. It's purely, to me, about the comfort of being with the people, but also yeah. just like being sleepy mm-hmm. yeah we would go to church with my parents every sunday and then we'd come home and we'd have a roast and it was a rare sunday that the roast didn't happen although things evolved mm. do you feel like you did the same things every sunday so it would be have a certain breakfast for me when i was little um my mum it'd be the one day in the week that my mum would clean the house in the mornings mm. it'd be all chaotic and then she'd be cooking a curry and then cooking, it'd be the same meal every mm. Sunday, um, not a roast actually, mm. a meat curry, a lentil dal, mm. rice, some chipati. kind of pickled chapatis. Mm. Yeah, it yeah, sounds delicious. Mm. <laughs> um, and it would all be about kind of clearing up the week, clearing mm. away the week metaphorically. Mm. Yeah. And then my dad, it would be the only day of the week where he'd have a half day of work. So he'd finish work and then we'd all have a meal together, mm. much like everyone else. Mm. That to me was the same thing, you know, and it felt mm. like the, the week was resetting because yeah. cause mm. all the other days of the week, you don't really know what you're doing and you're busy. And, mm. and then that day just felt like the calm. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you could, yeah. you knew it's that yeah. the next the next day start the week yeah that's still right call it that's my day right of rest. yeah 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 it was your day of rest or and you, you know it was also your day for for socializing do you think that the the, the age that we're at's fairly similar mm-hmm. marie ed and mm. so i have a stepdaughter who's not with us all the time mm. and when it's just my husband and i um and throughout my 20s i i feel like the sunday meal wasn't as important Mm. We did, I mean, it was more that we'd 
go to the pub for lunch yeah. or or it'd be more sporadic so it wouldn't be yeah. every yeah, sunday definitely. yeah so so it feels like it's a more of a fam excuse me when you've got kids and a family yes. sunday that sunday is very important because yeah. you know it kind of resets but but you still have that when you leave the family home and you're sort of you know finding your way as adults mm-hmm. in the back of your mind that Let's meet for for lunch. Let's do it on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. do a big roast. Let's do yeah. it on Sunday. Let's go for brunch yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. I think it's probably just kind. Of, it's because it's what you grow up with. It is. It it's obviously it's crafted to be that day that is that where that ritual, that tradition, that calm. You know, this maybe calm before the storm sort of thing with the Monday always being traditionally quite hectic and the start of the week. And I think there is something about that because you know when I the flat I was, used to live in in Hackney we used to it wasn't every Sunday at all but there would be some Sundays I would just get up in the morning I'd yeah. go to the shop and get you know whatever and I would I'd be like girls we're having dinner and I would just cook for the entire day yeah. and often like a three-course meal and would sit down and drink copious amounts of red wine <laughs> um and it was just but it was something so nice because I think it would often be when we hadn't seen each other enough because you, when you you know you're in and out, you're living with people, but sometimes you don't see them at all. Yeah. So it would be like, okay, let's reset. And it was like, you know, when you said earlier, like your urban family, it's a bit like that. You know, kind of resetting, seeing each other, catching up. Um, I think that's probably why Christmas is often like this, as you said, the ultimate Sunday dinner. Yeah. Be- because yeah. it is, you know, you don't, especially as you get older, you don't see your family as much, um, even when they're not far away. Like, mm. mum's south, I'm east, and I don't go home half enough as I should. Mm. And it's about kind of having that time to kind of really, really kind of in, indulge in one another. But, you know, again, it's not every week because now that Earl and I are on our own, what I we tend to do... I was just going to ask, did that feel yeah. different when the kids Well, yes, because now, uh, you know, we'd still sort of do that. But th- there's some Sundays now where we'll say, you'll say, well, let's go out for dinner. So we'll go somewhere and then we'll have something that's not traditional. We might go Chinese or Indian or something like that. You know, because then it's just the two of us. And we'll think, well, let's not cook today. Let's just go out for a meal. So we'll do that occasionally, not often. So nowadays I don't do a Sunday roast or a big Sunday meal every Sunday. But I generally, when I cook for friends at the moment, I'll have them round on a Sunday. And what I quite like to do, and this is something we do at Christmas as well, is have a kind of Anglo-Indian approach to it. So Mm -hmm. the last um, Sunday, it was actually Easter Sunday, um, (laughs) meal I prepared was a, a tandoori style chicken. But I wanted to do... I always try and sort of um, experiment with the sides. So the the meat will be quite simple, but cooked with spices. So I guess not that simple. Um, And then um, I always think, what can I do that's different to just potatoes? So sometimes it will be Bombay roast potatoes, which is turmeric and cumin or um, cauliflower roasted. You have so much in a roast, don't you? Yeah. I think that's probably... It's, it's like inbuilt that you want to make sure you've got lots of little mm. options because it's about having the mixture of all those different flavors it feels like an act of like generosity because it's almost like here's all my food come yeah. and eat it and mm. spend time with each other so yeah. i think you know to me that's kind of it makes the meal last longer as you say yeah like especially yeah. like one of those big roasts like easter or christmas or those kind of you know really ritualistic ones i think it feels like you are literally trying to not show off but also just be like super um 
welcoming kind of the hospitality of you know yeah. of cooking for someone is really important i think that's what it so that so i guess the ritual of cooking on a sunday when i do mm. it's it's bringing together people but also giving them something yeah, doing yeah, yeah. something and i something i really love i love spending the day cooking and yeah. i love writing my list going to the supermarket <laughs> oh, doing all of that yeah. and i don't do it as it's often as i'd like because yeah totally yeah so but for me roast when i was a kid were and this is not like me kind of criticizing my parents because I love it. But roasts were very simple. It was, you know, a classic roast chicken um, with, you know, boiled veg and roast potatoes. Occasionally there would be Yorkshires, but not every week. Um, the veg would change now and again, but there was never kind of added in flavor, maybe apart from um, some herbs on the carrots, maybe or something. But it was super, super simple. Um, but I love that still because it is nostalgic to me. Um, and I think there's something really nice about having the things you had when you were growing up. Yeah. I, I agree with you on the sim because I used to work when I was about 16 to 14, 15, 16. I worked in a elderly people's home mm. and I had a shift on a Sunday morning until and we'd serve lunch and that and their Sunday roast was super traditional. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a lot of the time I'd be a little bit hungover. <laughs> My friends and I just loved that shift yeah. because the smell of the gravy mm-hmm. and the potatoes and we'd just run in the kitchen, shovel over the potatoes down <laughs> our mouths and, um, you know, go off and work. But but the sort of the cross-cultural thing that yeah. I just thought of in the you know I'm my parents are from India you guys are from Jamaica Barbara um is that you can on a Sunday you can cross these cultures yeah and totally. you can have these you know that this tradition of a, a roast meal that's very British mm. but make it your own and people love it because yeah. everyone mm. can identify with that I think that's yeah, the thing isn't it like mm. as you know we were saying earlier that we always have rice and peas. Like for me, yeah. a roast is not a roast yeah. if I don't have rice and peas. And you want to have the double Stop carbs. It. You've got to. There's <laughs> rice and peas and the roast potatoes. Oh, wait, triple Yorkshire. So double carbing is definitely the way to I go. I know. Definitely. Food coma coming. For me, that's what I you know, think of. But what's funny is now when I do cook them at home, I would probably say I probably go a bit more traditional in that I don't do the rice and peas, mainly because I think dad cooks it better than mm. me. I'll admit that, Father. You know, I will kind of cook the potatoes around the chicken. But again, I think with that whole like cross barrier of cultures being in London, especially you kind of you get pockets of all these different things. So it's about for me sticking with something a bit more traditional, but then really playing around with the flavours. So having something that's bit, you know, maybe adding a little bit of chili to kind of give it that warmth, as well as the the onions and the and stuffing it with the lemon. And then with the, the sides, kind mm. of really having fun with them. And a lot of the time, I just make sure it's really veggie-based. But, mm. you know, making really delicious cabbages and spicing it with ginger and that kind of thing. Like, that's where I kind of then add probably like the more, you know, the the added extra of, that I've got from my parents, I suppose. What about now when you, Ed, go home to your parents mm. on a Sunday? What do you expect? Do they rally around you or do you have to get involved? <laughs> Um, I don't really do much cooking when I go home. Um, I don't know. I treat it as almost like a break from my day-to-day work. So um, I would definitely expect a roast for sure. Generally, when I go home, I'm going home and I, I love the fact that we are getting the same meals that I've had for years. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally, my dad will try something new. My mum will try something new. But I actually don't really want that. I, I want those meals that I had when I was growing up because... It is like literally going home in different ways. It's going home and having the same food. 
Um, and like, I've tried to cook my dad's curry before, and it's like the easiest thing in the world. It's so easy, but it's not Never the same thing. The same, no, and it's it? like no. so yeah. so basic. It's not even like it's called Thai curry, but. I'm sure a Thai person would look at it and go, no, it ain't. It's <laughs> chicken and coconut milk. But, you know, it tastes amazing to me and I love it. I love going home and kind of being the kid again. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. I don't, it's the best thing. I it walk is. through the door and it's like I'm 14 again. Oh, totally. Yeah. I'm getting annoyed with my mum. Yeah. My dad's yes. just saying inappropriate things. I'm lying on the sofa. And it's funny yeah, because... You become super lazy when you yes. go home. Yes, oh, so lazy. Do you as well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christmas, I didn't... I, pretty much stayed in my PJs yeah. from the moment I changed into them on Christmas Day until I left. And we are kind of this age, in your 30s, you you are self-sufficient and independent. So I think it is really nice having yeah. that opportunity to kind of be like, let me look after you mm. again. Yeah. Um, and it's the same, you know, when they come to mine, I try and do the same and just, you know, take them out or cook for them and sort of thing. Because it's then like, as you, you know, we were talking about earlier, like your domain or whatever. Mm. It's like they're in your kitchen, so you look after them. So you do the same when you're in theirs. I love kind of how food and people can have this connection mm. when you don't even really notice it's there. It just brings people together. Yeah. Food is like one of the best. It doesn't matter where you go in the world. You can't, it doesn't, you're not being able to speak languages. You communicate through mm-hmm. and with food. Definitely. Like it's, it's universal, that thing. And there are very, you know, some places, unfortunately, you know, it's not, it's not a wealth of it. But even with that, there's traditions of way they'll do things there mm. or how they, you know, garner something or create it. And there'll always be something that's unique and special about that area. Like mm. a, and, and, that's, and that's so beautiful. There's so much tied up in food. Sundays are my favourite day of the week. And I think it, it was really nice that everyone else agreed. It's the one day of the week, if you are doing it properly... You stop, reset, take time out of the rat race of every day and allow yourself some time to do something nice and to eat a really nourishing meal. It's really nice that people from different cultures, like Barbara and Marie, and then a very British Ed and myself being Anglo-Indian, that we all have that in common. It's a really lovely part of British culture and something we can really be proud of. And who doesn't love a crispy roast potato? Next time we're going to rummage around in the bottom of the fridge then plonk ourselves down in front of the telly with some very special guests for a lovely TV dinner. That's Let's Eat, a TV dinner, next week with me, Hersha Patel. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or at theguardian.com forward slash audio. Special thanks to Ed, Marie and Barbara and to our producer Lucy Dearlove at Rethink Audio. Jason Phipps is the Guardian's head of audio. Until next time, goodbye. For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. 